We appreciate everyone that's listening to the podcast, writing reviews, and sending out the link to other people to listen. Also, we have now have on our anchor.fm slash blog access 101 uh, support where you can send monthly payments of either a dollar, uh, five dollars, and or nine dollars. Uh, no amount is too little. We appreciate uh, what we can get that will help us be able to get big name athletes to uh, interview on a podcast and buy other uh, supplies you might need for a podcast in the later future. Thank you. Welcome back to Blog Access 101. I'm your host, Young Abashi. Remember to subscribe to our YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify by searching Blog Access 101. If on YouTube, don't forget to hit the bell so you don't miss out on any new videos we post. Um, I'm here today with Maya for our Women in Professional Sports segment. How you doing, Maya? I'm good. How are you? Uh, pretty good. Um, I guess we could first start off just briefly introducing yourself, um, who you are, what sports you participate in, and what you do now. Um, my name is Maya McCoy. Um, I am a track and field athlete. I do the 100 and 200. Um, I attended the University of Tennessee where I ran track for them. Um, and now I run track professionally. Okay. Um, who, who introduced you into the sport and that you are currently a uh, professional sport in, professional athlete in? Um, when I was in high school, Coach Sharif actually, um, introduced me to the sport. He was the track coach at my high school at Whitehaven. I'm from Memphis. I went to Whitehaven High School. And um, he just taught me on basketball court. He just really wanted me to come out for the team. At first, I'm like, no, I don't think I want to run track. I'm like, I don't even like running basketball practice. I don't think I want to run track. But he was like, you don't have to run. You can jump. So I started off doing the long and high jump when I first got out there. But then he was like, oh, to stay in shape for basketball, I want you to run with the short sprinters. So I would, you know, run with the short sprinters. But I was beating them, and I was only a freshman. and they were seniors at the time, so he was like, "Let me try on the one hundred and I was like, "So for a while, one hundred, two hundred, and I did a high jump." So that's kind of how I started uh, running track, and then next thing I know, I was like, I was a state champion of Tennessee, sophomore to senior year, one hundred, two hundred. Oh man, I'm going in and out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You good now? Oh, okay, yeah. But next thing next thing I know, I was state champion from freshman year to senior I mean not freshman year, sophomore year to senior year in the 100, 200, and I anchored the four by two and four by four to win as well. So next thing you know, I had like a lot of scholarship offers to go to different schools, um, full ride offers. Uh my five official visits I took was uh I took Cincinnati, Alabama, Georgia. LSU and Tennessee and of course I ended up choosing Tennessee and now I run track professionally after a good collegiate season yeah, well, you, well you, my good collegiate years yeah he's gonna be in the SEC regardless <laughs> <laughs> yeah I forgot you said you played basketball that's funny mm-hmm he tried to smooth transition you in the running track. He said you could start off with the jumps. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? You got tricked into doing it. Yeah, that's funny. Um, describe your traditional day uh, being a professional track athlete. A traditional day being a professional track athlete? Um, it's a little, I guess a little on the boring side, a little bit. But then not to me because, like, 
I'm doing what I love to do, which is, you know, everyday workout, train and get better. So um, in the fall when it was conditioning here, um, I will get up and I had weights at 730. And then after weights, I'll probably, you know, give me a nice little breakfast and then just, you know, get my mind right for the afternoon, for afternoon practice. The workouts would be a little tough because it was conditioning. We'll have stuff like heels, stadiums, and just hard workouts in the grass. Um, and then now my schedule is pretty much uh, try to wake up early. I don't know. When I wake up early, I just feel much more productive. So I get up about 730, try to stretch. Sometimes I get a little core. Um, I get a nice breakfast in before I have to go to practice at 1 o'clock. And just practice at one o'clock and then after the workout we go to weights so that's pretty much and then Wednesdays is typically recovery day we might do a pool workout which is pretty fun and I'm also the volunteer assistant track coach too for Auburn so I just get to you know help out with the team um my coach is coach Ken and the the, their programs is men and women so it's kind of split up so since he's the men's sprint coach I'm the men's sprint, like volunteer sprint coach. So I work with the men every day. I also train with them every day. <laughs> so I feel like I'm pretty much chasing every day at practice because I run with the boys. Sorry, get that work in. Um, what are some things you wish you knew prior to becoming a professional athlete? Um, I wish, I'm trying to think. It's, I feel like I wish I knew how different it was in the professional track world. Um, like, I feel like it's not as structured. It's like coming out of college, you know, all your meets are kind of picked out for you. Because, um, you know, the you know the head coach is going to pick out what meets are way ahead of time. You'll know your meets way ahead of schedule. Whereas now I feel like it's like, oh, you want to do this meet? <laughs> and you just kind of go. It's like you got to be prepared at all times. Um and then I feel like it's, I didn't know how tough it was. Like, I knew it was pretty hard to get a professional contract in track and field, but I didn't think it was going to be as tough as it has been because um, originally when I first left Tennessee, um, I was told, you know, if I went to the Nike training group in Florida, like they told my agent they would give me my contract if I went to the Nike training group. But that turned out to not be, you know, completely true because I never did get the contract like I thought I was and I just been you know working hard made decisions best for me I've made the decision that was best for me to go back to my coach go back to you know coach I know has my best interest at heart um go back to the training I know works for me and just you know work hard until I can hit those fast times to get a contract because it's it's actually really tough like you see athletes like uh Alicia Johnson who does hurdles mm -hmm. she made the world team and she still is unsponsored right now. Hopefully she gets something soon, but it's just like kind of crazy how it's so many athletes is unsponsored. And sometimes you won't even know they're unsponsored because sometimes they might have a small contract, but that contract is just them getting gear, just merchandise. So they might have the gear, but they don't really, they're not really on like a salary. So I'm just working hard and my parents just really support me and they're just helping me you know, fulfill my dreams by helping me out with, like, my bills and stuff while I just, you know, train, work hard, concentrate, go to these meets and try to hit these times this year. You always got to have a, a strong support system. Is it, like, a particular, like, mark you got hit? Like, I guess either, well, obviously not time since the one girl made the national team, but I guess do you got to, like, place it when you get to the national meets or consistently? I don't 
know. Usually they say if you make a team, like, you should be able to get some money and stuff like that. But I just, I don't know. Like, cause she made the team, but she didn't, um, she didn't make it out of prelims. But still, just making a team is a big accomplishment because you got to get top three at Olympic trials or, you know, USA's just to go make the world team or the Olympic team for USA. The USA is just so competitive, whereas other countries, they're not as competitive. Like, they're good, but they're not as competitive as the U.S. So getting top three in your respective event is very hard. Like, I feel like even if you just make, you know, the Olympic trials or USA's by hitting the standard, like, that's an accomplishment within itself, too, so. I'm not sure how it goes exactly. I feel like I'm still new and I'm still learning each day. But I just know they say once you drop those fast times consistently and, you know, you're at the bigger pro meets, you eventually, you know, get your contract. Like, your time will just come. That's really just got to keep an eye on you. Um, so what are some goals you have for this upcoming um, outdoor season? Um, some goals I have is I really want to get to 10 seconds. I was so close leaving Tennessee. I ran 11.08. I just really hope I get 10.9 and then just even faster, maybe 10.8, 10.7. Like, and then you to get top three in USA right now, like, you have to hit those times. So, if I want to make a team, I have to get, I have to hit 10 seconds. Um, for the 200, I hope to get. Right now, my hope right now is just get a non-win eight at 22 because I feel like all every time I run 22 seconds, is windy. So if I get a non-win eight at 22, I will be happy. Um, but I feel like now, I want to say last Olympic trials in, like, USA's last year, I think you had to hit, like, 21-9, like, 21-8 just to make the team. I was like, USA is just tough. Like, every girl is just so good. Every girl is just as fast. So it's pretty tough, but I, I don't know. I have faith in myself, and I trust my training and my coach a lot that I can get there, and I'm just hoping I can get there. Yeah, you got this. You know, you putting that training, working out with the boys and everything, so you'd be good. Yeah. Um, You kind of touched on this, but what coach or person was most influ influential in your success as an athlete? Um, My most influential coach – I would say Coach Ken, who's my coach now, because when I first got to college, I had a different coach for the for freshman to junior year. And I wasn't doing that great, really. Um, I know junior year, like, I, I think I finally PR'd in both my events. But, like, freshman and sophomore year, I, I didn't even hit a PR. And, you know, it was kind of, you know, it was kind of discouraging. Um, kind of started to give up a little bit because I was thinking like man I thought I was fast but maybe I'm not you know that fast to where I thought I could you know actually accomplish much you know in the SEC or you know possibly go to pro but once um he became the coach my senior year I kind of just took off and I got that confidence in myself again that I could do this and I can go pro because as soon as he got there I was PR in like just about every indoor meet in the 60 and the 200 um, then I went on to SECs to get bronze in both the 60 and 200. And I was the only athlete that year, 2019, to qualify for both finals in the 60 and 200. Nice. And I actually made it to indoor nationals. That was my first year ever making it to indoor nationals in my senior year. 
internationals went okay. I but got ninth, so one spot out the final of the sixty. Um, what was I like twelfth in the two hundred? I can't remember exactly, but that me, I don't know. I feel like I just had an off day. It wasn't the best day, and I was just so ready for that outdoor season to kind of be myself. Been doing so well, and I'm ready for that outdoor. But then, unfortunately, I got injured. Uh, I had a slight tear in my posterior tibia tendon, so I had to register my outdoor season, but I just did grad school, came back, and unfortunately, COVID happened 2020, but my grad program's two years anyway, so came back again, finally had that outdoor season 2021, and I got bronze in the 100 SCC, 100, um, that year as well, so it was a pretty good year, and I made I qualified for Olympic trials, and at Olympic trials, I made the semifinals in the 100, and I was very excited about that. So I can say I'm an Olympic trial semifinalist, so that was fun. And, you know, I'm just looking forward to accomplishing more. All right. Um, then, so tell the people where they can follow you at on, so, on your social medias. Um, you can follow me at OG Maya, but it's O G M A I A A A A. It's a total of four A's. Um, that's pretty much my social media name on anything. You can find me with that name on Instagram, Twitter, um, YouTube. I got a YouTube channel now. Uh, I have a total of what three videos now and two shorts. And I'm hoping, you know, for outdoor season, I would definitely make more track meet vlogs. I only did two indoor track meets, so I have those two vlogs for indoor so far. So I'm excited about that. Um, so, yeah, make sure you follow me on Twitter, Instagram. Oh, you can find me on that name on TikTok, too. But, yes, definitely check out my new YouTube channel. You said, yeah, what's your uh, YouTube about to follow that following now? Huh? I said, what's your YouTube? You said OJ, OG Maya? Mm-hmm. Same thing as my Instagram and Twitter and everything. OG uh, Maya with the four A's. Oh, yeah, I found you. I just followed you on that, John. But all right, appreciate you coming out, Maya. Yes, thank you for having me. I'm so sorry I was in the car. I hope no, I didn't no. go in and out too much. I know, you good. I didn't want to let you down and miss it, but thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem.